0: You are listening to Engaging and exciting conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready.
1: Now. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. Greeting you from Zimbabwe. Hi, guys.
2: What's happening? What's it's happening? It's hey, Z mac
1: How are what, you? What a long time.
2: Too long. Well, Yeah. Well, you've kind of been hiding. For me,
1: it's been a long time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But I am here. I am well, trying to stay out of trouble. Lockdown is helping. So, yeah. This is good. This is good. So, today's topic is is one that's a little bit lighter. Well, actually, it depends on which side of it you are. But um, we're going to be discussing love during lockdown especially online virtual sort of relationships that happen during lockdown. So I think especially for, because a lot of us aren't going to work and we're not, well, presumably we're not as busy as we usually are. I think people are spending more time online. So, I mean, it goes without saying that maybe you talk to people more or you connect with people who you hadn't spoken to in a while and you suddenly realize, hey, this person is pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. there might be some <laughs> budging relationships that can happen during <laughs> lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. While people are chatting and they're coming out of the terraces and they're coming down to where the other people are. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not single, so this is not a problem that I have. But, <laughs> Cookie that. <Monster. laughs> are you participating WhatsApp. in your whatsapp chats now
2: uh well you know what uh, no uh no so <laughs> wait 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 am i part- participating in 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 which whatsapp chat
1: like the ones which just used to lie dormant, maybe and you're just talking more maybe some people are sliding well, into your dms like oh what you commented there was so interesting <laughs>
2: well i'm always i'm always participating in stuff you know unlike mm. other people um mm-hmm. so yeah i'm i'm always i'm always active and mm. uh maybe I'm the one who's sliding into people's dms
1: who oh, is this? yeah liking those pictures we see you <laughs> um and then this kid is uh-huh. also part of this conundrum, although you're already in a relationship but it's mainly virtual so maybe you're our expert for today expert. people have been thrusted to lockdown Who used to see the other person every day i just like oh my gosh how am i gonna survive not seeing this person for 21 mm-hmm. days um but no let's deal with the singles first um what do you guys think actually about these stories we hear of people falling in love having met each other on Facebook or in a WhatsApp chat and you're like, really, you met each other online? Like how, how does that even (laughs) happen?
2: You know what? I I don't know, like, I think just over the last few months uh, from the very first lockdown, uh, I have, you know, I had several conversations with people uh, where I just wanted to find out what people have been up to, you know, guys that I'm in the band with or, you know, some of my other friends or some guys that I sort of mentor, you know, and you start talking. And it's like, so guys, what have you been up to? Hey, the stories. Yeah. Very interesting stories. So I, I mm-hmm. it, it's made me realize that maybe, you know, I'm living, I'm living in a bit of a different world. Um, but uh, needless to say, I think people have been very um, active and adventurous, mm-hmm. and uh, doing the most, doing the most to keep boredom at bay.
1: Mm, I see, I see, uh-huh. I see. So it's more like relationships sprouting out of convenience. I think so.
2: I, I think there's been a lot of that. Um, you know, a lot of people entertaining people. Uh, obviously all the flirting and everything else that comes with it So there, there's, there's been a lot of that But I mean this is just from conversations I've had with people I'm not going to talk about my personal experiences Because that is not the purpose of this conversation right now But yeah, I, I think people have been active
1: So you think because people are at home And possibly lonely or possibly not used to spending that much time with their family That they're actually like I need to talk to other people that they end up entertaining individuals who they might not usually
0: entertain?
2: Uh, biscuit, maybe.
0: I would say so. And, um, we, we underestimate how much of our conscious time, our busy schedules usually take up. And when you take all of that out, which is what, eight hours of a day, which was usually mm-hmm. work, which was usually, and then your relaxation time was on the weekends, so that was uh, like all the time you didn't get during the week, it was concentrated on key people, key things over the weekend. You remove all of that all of a sudden, and it's a void. It's a void that gets very easily filled by the nearest thing you possible. And it it's, yeah, I think it's it, it imi- initially gets filled with binge watching series and then spending all your time on tiktok and then watching is maybe youtube <laughs> you actually have the TikTok, tiktok app i've got tiktok which app don't i have okay. i try all the apps i see them i don't have snapchat i don't
1: have twitter i don't have any actually. of
0: these things <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really do, I'm missing out. Ah, you're missing out you're missing out oh, we do these things but um yeah I, I once all those things are removed and you're left to your own devices, and eventually you're going to get tired of just those things. And um, and I'm more of an introvert, so I can go for very long spells without seeing or talking to people, but then there's the other half of the population, which are extroverts, who need human contact, and they will reach out for that human contact. And now, because, well, you've got nothing else to do, people will receive Communication and have time for conversations that they otherwise would never have had time to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this lockdown has definitely created an atmosphere for <laughs> for advanced engagement. Oh, wow. Mir- and for, so, miracles. For, for miracles! And
1: for uh, miracles! For miracles!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. definitely done that. Yeah. So I think the fact that
2: people have not been able to, to have that physical interaction as, as much as much sorry, um, means that that need is still there, but it's not getting fulfilled the way that, um, it used to get fulfilled. So what then begins to happen is that people start looking for other ways to get connected. So I know ladies who, uh, started talking to different guys and maybe even multiple guys, and they were just, you know, they were enjoying the attention. And and the attention is there. And some people started talking to people that they would have never entertained, but that's the dude who's there and is giving, giving you the time. And then you just then start miracles. talking. And then, you know, things begin to happen. Um, I know guys who thought, you know what, this is my chance, right This chick man always <laughs> wanted to talk to them. I <laughs> wanted to rap to this wow. chick. And then wow. he just slides, slides into the DM. And before you know And people are talking. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of unintentional relationships have sprouted out of this whole thing. Definitely. Yeah. Is it good? Is it healthy? I I don't
1: know. As you said, that, I was actually thinking of the fact that some people aren't working and making as much as they used to. Might be another reason to start talking to more guys. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) Could be. you did one to pay for your data, another one to send meals to your house, a third one Yeah, I just said to them, there's a token, bro. you know, I'm not going to work. And, you know, three or four guys. Hey, but, but, ladies, but, ladies. <laughs> but ladies,
2: but why, ladies, why, why do you do that? Why, why do you do that to <laughs> us? <laughs>
1: You're also benefiting from my time and attention.
2: They're the dudes hmm. thinking, I'm making, I'm making progress, Abaji. Uh,
0: Uh, uh, You're sowing a seed.
1: Don't worry. Maybe you will get a harvest.
0: Maybe, yes. (laughs) Maybe. Lockdown may be extended another two years. (laughs) You might get a harvest.
1: Yeah, you might. (laughs) So, there's a question I have. Um, If people are now more open to making new connections, do you feel that, for Christians specifically, that it would be a good idea to begin a sort of relationship or lay a foundation for a relationship virtually without spending time in person, without seeing this person at church or not even knowing whether they go to church. Like they can just tell you they do, but they don't. So would you think that beginning a found- or trying to build a foundation online is a good idea for Christians? Well, um well, for anyone really, but good okay. For anyone.
0: Well, I was asked very recently or actually like 2 days ago, friend of a friend, just asked what's my opinion on on uh, the online dating or finding online people. And I was like, well, I, I don't actually see a problem with it. Um times have changed and that might be your only way of accessing people or, or finding time to do that. Uh, of course, this this situation now is turned on its head where it's not that we don't have time, it's that we don't have a means to meet people anyway. Mm. So fundamentally, I don't think it's wrong to have these virtual or to begin virtual relationships. I think it's uh, dangerous to then make a long-term commitment based off one, uh, mm. that, that might be tricky. Um, but if we think back to like the old, old, olden days, people would send letters across country to have relationships. <laughs> and they would have,
1: the whole,
0: yes, it would all be time and it would come a month after it was sent. And you're having a whole relationship like that. Then those people would mm-hmm. even get married based off that. Ah, but so, I know people who've met each other before. Maybe, sometimes they have. But in this case, they couldn't even send photos at that time. Now you can at least uh, you can do a Facebook stalking or whatever you need to do <laughs> to really <Yeah>. see <laughs> how the person looks and, and, and find out a bit more about them. Because sure, it's, it's difficult online. You can find out a lot about a person. Actually, to go back to a kind of point that you mentioned um, that uh, you won't know much or you won't know anything about the person, even in real life. You may not know much or not know anything about a person. It doesn't really make a difference um, uh, whether you're talking to a person on or offline. The person is the same person, so they can uh, fake in real life. They can fake online. You're not going to win either way, but um, you you can you can you can go by good faith. That's the best you can do, really speaking.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just I'm just wary because I've heard too many stories of people. Uh, thinking someone is single but the person is not like they'll tell you oh no the one on my profile picture is just my cousin no that's whatever those stupid excuses (laughs) meanwhile someone is married with a wife and three kids and you're talking to them thinking that oh my gosh this could like after lockdown we could like meet up and this could be something and for him it's just him wiling up time Setting up his uh, small house situation for after knockdown. He's not interested <laughs> in <his> relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That does yeah happen. I don't
1: know. Not that meeting him in person would have prevented that, but hopefully, like people wear their wedding rings. I don't know. Hopefully. Um <laughs> there's other ways where you could verify the information. Whereas when mm. you're just talking online, also because it's not like official, official, it's not like you're telling your friends about this person. We are just talking to on whatsapp, like why would you start telling everyone about them because it's virtual? you treat it more lightly, I think than if you were seeing this person face to face, then you'd tell your girlfriends and then maybe people would do a back- background check, but before that I don't think so
2: yeah i i can, can i ju- can I jump in mm. I definitely think I definitely think that online online relationships um by nature, just tends to be a little more, I think just a little more tricky, because yeah, the fact that you can't see the person, I think there's two risks involved, right? The first risk is that the person could create this, or rather portray this image of themselves, which um, may not really be accurate, but they want to paint this picture of who they are right to to give you to give you this impression i think the the other risk that's involved with that also is the risk that things can move very quickly when it's an online type Mm -hmm. you know type situation where um again uh through (laughs) speaking through speaking to my people
1: yes i'm very interesting uh, people in your life (laughs) yes
2: yes i do so one of the guys is like so bro i start talking to this girl um, and everything is going good. Next thing, you know, everything escal- escalates very quickly. She's sending in lingerie pictures and whatnot, 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 right? And then, of course, you know, um, I really can't say the rest. But then, this is a Christian guy. She's a Christian. She, she's a Christian girl, and um, things just move very quickly. So, yeah. so, so obviously, you know, for him, it was like, okay, dude, I wasn't really expecting that but also you know he i guess he was enjoying that i mean that's a bit of an extreme case or whatever but i'm just saying that these are the kinds of things that can happen with an online type setup because it becomes difficult to put those those boundaries in place because the person is in a totally different location Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. yeah so stuff like that can happen
1: yeah, that's actually a good point because just the same way you need boundaries in real life, you also need boundaries online. And people think that because yeah. it's happening in the DMs, nobody's going to know about it. But girl, no, uh-huh. <laughs> like please believe that picture he said she is sending to a group of guys—they go, no. "Naja, <laughs> apa privacy?" So my advice, all so... ladies, don't send any pictures. Oh my gosh, I don't know why people still send pictures. When they're not married? Yeah. Time.
0: Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if married. there's any really categorization, but, I but
2: still. <laughs> well, I don't know if, do married people send each other pictures? I guess that that's none of my business. <laughs> is that a
0: thing? I don't
1: know. And probably. The, especially if right now in lockdown they're not together and probably doing a whole lot of stuff online. But they're allowed to. using a people. No, no. <laughs> fair, no, that's
0: fair. Okay.
2: The question I want to ask though, guys, is this. Um, if, if we're to talk about this from, obviously, you know, we're, we're speaking about this from a Christian context, uh, to say, this is the kind of thing that can happen. Um, I guess this kind of brings into question the whole, um, idea of long distance relationships, right? Because I, I guess in in a sense, you know, this, every, every online romance is somewhat of a long distance romance in a sense, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: Is that a practical thing to do? Uh, I I know it was mentioned earlier that Biscuit is in one. Um, So maybe we can talk about that. Just to say, I I know there are lots of people who are in in long distance relationships. I've been in a long distance relationship before. Um, But the question is, is is it really something that is practical for, for somebody to do? Is it something that can really work? And if so, how long can one be in a relationship like that for before you know things begin to to, to strain and take on a on a bit of a toll?
0: Mm, I would say, um, look, long distance relationships are you know, they're, they're just relationships. Uh, they can happen. They're not myths, um, and people can certainly enter into them. Uh, are they ideal? And strangely enough, I was asked this question recently as well. Are they ideal? No. No, they're not ideal. I don't think they're ideal for anybody. Nobody particularly wants them, and I don't think that is the way relationships are designed to be. But circumstances cause that. Uh, Again, I can talk of olden days when people would go off to war and then come back. What could you do about it? You had to defend your country, you had to defend whatever. (laughs) It, It is what it is. Even yeah. further back, even if we're going to talk African tradition and culture, people would go off to battle or go hunting or. it, it is what it is. You've got to do the things that need to be done, um, in order to to keep things going, but they're not ideal, and um, they they that's I guess that's my phrase. They're doable, but they're not ideal, and they come with their own pitfalls and their own benefits. There there are quite a few benefits to having them because um because of your limited amount of communication that communication has to be a lot more significant or Mm. or a lot deeper to some extent um because of the distance there's some things that can be that can be done like uh, like you know how you can how people can say certain things in a message but can't say them to you in person sometimes there's benefits like that as well where certain conversations can be had. The downside is that sometimes other conversations are not had at all, and they're completely glossed over and skipped. Plus, the person is not there to see certain things and certain behaviors and certain um, aspects of that other person. So it, it, pros and cons. It's tricky, not ideal. Do it for the shortest amount of time that you possibly can, in my opinion. Yeah. All right.
1: Being... If, well, okay, you're already in a long-distance relationship, but looking back at it now, do you think you would have started this relationship without having met your person in person first?
0: Uh no. no why? Is in the heart. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> to start one when you haven't met the person, and I've done that before, by the way. Uh, what? I, I, I did. I did do the the online dating thing. Many, many moons ago in my really? youth days. Mm. Yeah, I, I know I still look like I got that Navy thing going on, but I'm a bit old. And
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> I did the was, this, was this before Tinder?
0: Ah, but my guy. We still had high five. It was a while oh, ago. Wow. Yeah,
1: okay. But you had a girlfriend who you never met.
0: Uh, I don't know how I got talking to this person.
1: Actually, um, I've done the same thing, but I eventually met the person.
0: Anyway, continue. Yeah, I, 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 this the one I didn't get to meet. She was in another city. I, I, I think Sydney at the time. I'm not so sure. And then, um, but I, I, another person, um, I did. I did it twice. And then the other person, I think I did get to meet very briefly, but it wasn't like it didn't spark a proper relationship or anything like that. So it's 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 weird. I, I don't the whole not ever having met them before thing, that's a bit worrisome. That that to me is concerning. I wouldn't try that. Be
1: catfished, bro.
0: I,
2: oh I mean but listen, too, but yeah. Doesn't this bring into question um the, the whole idea of um online dating and um I, get, I mentioned Tinder and a whole lot of other um, dating platforms that are in existence today. To say that, has, is it really practical for someone to expect to actually have a solid relationship with someone when, after having met on, on Tinder or on any other um, platform of this sort? Does this, can you really build a solid, healthy relationship Based on that, and this sort of ties into uh, what our discussion is about, right, which is that can these online lockdown type relationships um, really morph into something that is solid, concrete, something like, that you can actually build? Is it really possible, or is it just one of these things where you know we, we we're having fun together and some, somebody's going to end up hurt in the process?
1: Yeah, I really feel like it's the latter. I have no proof, but I mean, I don't know. I just don't think they are, the foundation is strong enough. Um, Biscuit did mention that because you're online, you can say things that maybe you don't say in person or you are more expressive, perhaps. But then already with that, it means that your virtual persona is different from your, your actual persona. Like I know for me, I'm probably, some people might think I'm extroverted because of the group that i'm on with them on whatsapp and i talk a lot but in person i'm really quiet so just because you're getting to know someone online you could still be surprised by the person you may meet eventually so i don't know i guess if you really are are the same, yes if you really are Mm -hmm. the same Online and in person, like in every regard, like the way you express yourself, the way you talk, the things that you talk about, then perhaps you've got a chance. But if there's quite a difference between the two personas, I just think it's not the best foundation to start anything on. Well, a friendship maybe, but not anything serious.
0: Yeah. Okay. 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 You know, uh, so I, I could kind of yeah. agree with that. Um, it is difficult to start um, a serious thing that way, To to start one that way. I think that's very difficult. To, it's probably better to have had a foundation or, or some kind of background before you began that. Um but so I'd uh, also say that for for Christians.
1: My Christian Muta gay but in there and I go Christian cafe. Christian single Christian cafe. You go eh and all my dating
0: sites.
1: Christian dating sites.
2: Okay. Well, on that so on that that you note, know please that can you the just give us? Already... can you give us? Can you just give us for the benefit of um, our listeners and us? Can you just give us some? Yeah, some... <laughs> baby, in the shot. <laughs> yeah. Just... Hey, baby, in the shot. <laughs> um, can you can you give us? Can you give us some? Right now. Hmm.
1: Can, you, A can list I give of you some of these,
2: a list of some of these oh, Christian. Know.
1: Google is your friend. Just Google mm. Christian dating sites. Christian, they there. I Christian, think there's quite a few.
0: Here's my thing. Like, we were, we're kind of trying to separate um, one type of relationship from another type of relationship. And I don't really think there is actually a separation. Um, certainly, I'm no pro. I, I've I'm also I've made my own mistakes in relationships and all of that. But I think um, a relationship is a relationship. The principles of that are the same, regardless of the platform in which you choose to do it. Because okay. if, if that weren't the case, that means that whenever a husband travels, therefore the relationship has changed because he's now not at home. And so so it's now the dynamic is different. It doesn't. He's, the same principles apply wherever he happens to be. So... To also say that the the Christians, (laughs) I guess Christians online and offline are different. No, they're the same. They they they're also the same. Even in those Christian dating sites, they're nonsense Christians, just like they're nonsense Christians (laughs) in the church as well. Doesn't make a difference. It really doesn't. I speak as having been a nonsense guy as well. It doesn't make that much of a difference, guys. Wow. Okay. (laughs) You. All right. But the principles of the relationship are the same, regardless. That that is the important thing, whether or not those are being followed. That will determine whether or not a long distance relationship can function or not, whether an online relationship can function or not. So, so it's, about the, yeah. it's about the principles. Yeah, that that you've yeah. chosen to to set this relationship on. Pretty much. So, one of the things
2: that that distinguishes us as Christians from the rest of the world, obviously, is that we're Christians. We um, follow God. We follow His word. Uh, we and and we follow His commands. And one of that, you know, one of those commands is obviously that we we ought to love um, other people the way we love ourselves. And then there's everything else that comes with that. So, <clears throat> the thing is that. As Christians, we can't. We obviously can't approach things the way everybody else does. So, if it's a dating platform, for example, we're not there looking for a hookup. Yeah, we're are there yeah. looking yeah. for probably something something more serious. Um, so, then the question for me now is this: um, if if our pursuit of relationships, I'm talking about um, romantic relationships here, if the reason for our pursuit is for something more purposeful, something more long-term maybe, then when Christians now start dating casually, are we not going against the very principles that you you referred to, Biscuit, Are are we not now going against those very principles? When we're now sliding into each other's DMs and (laughs) <laughs> having these, con- like, is it okay? My I guess my question is this. Is it okay for Christians to have these casual relationships?
1: I don't think so. And I think, no. what we, the thing is, we, lockdown or no lockdown, this is a question that should be asked anyway. And that's how you end up having people living a double life where they're one person on a Sunday and then the rest of the week, You know, they're messaging every choir member (laughs) and flirting with all of them. So (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be approached casually. Like there's no, okay, I guess the Bible doesn't spell out how to court or how to date necessarily. Like for a lot of the people in the Bible, it was different or wasn't even mentioned at all how they got together. But in terms of maintaining your integrity and your purity and keeping God first, I'd find it really difficult to like, just casually hook up with people or lead people on because there's no integrity in that either. If it's just for kicks, like you're not honoring the other person as a child of God, whether they're Christian or not christian you still need to honor them as God's child. So Hmm. this thing of chastity treating it so lightly i don't think that is very biblical
2: okay so what yeah. should christians do what should christians do because i think that's the question right now that um if there's some there's a listener out there the question for them could be okay i'm a christian this is where i'm at i i want to talk to people uh or maybe i've been talking to people i'm enjoying it but what should i do as a christian
1: Um, talking to people and getting to know people that's the only way of meeting people I suppose but like this kid said before he alluded to having your own principles having and also like include God in the process God don't just talk to 100 people and just think somehow you're going to figure out which one of them is the one for you you need to include God in the whole entire process but when you say hi (laughs) don't just do things general I mean, if they're already your friend, obviously you can just say yeah. hi. But like to a stranger, mm-hmm. okay. namaste.
0: Yes. Yeah, and I think um, it's wrong. remaining intentional and um, mm-hmm. sticking to the principles and, and the boundaries that... Uh, are in agreement with your your book team or your your viewpoint or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you can manage those, they should guide you through the whole process. Um, again, online offline is the same to me. Okay. So if you can talk to 200 people online, you can also talk to 200 people in real life. It's, it, the, the rules for you shouldn't really change. Um, so if, if you're gonna have the boundaries in real life, you have the same boundaries the online. Boundaries. That's good, and, yeah. um, and and try to to work with
1: that. Yeah, because it all circles back to where you are at with God. Um, one would think that in lockdown you have all this free time, and you're spending it some of it praying, some of it reading your Word, but maybe that's not the case. Maybe you're actually a desert right now and <laughs> it's dry, and your relationship with Him is actually. Going in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. try and center yourself before you fill that void with anything that doesn't belong there. So you should still be in your word. You should still be praying. You should still be talking to like-minded people and not just off in a little corner on your own, just trying to fill the void of boredom or loneliness.
2: Wow. So... You know, you know what makes what makes it really tricky being a Christian is the fact that you always have to think about these things. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say. And then the flip side also is, uh, if, if I can just, um, if I can just say this to the ladies, um, just please don't don't target me here. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah,
1: saying see this. me. Yeah, I see what you am to say.
2: Sometimes, ladies, especially <laughs> with Christian ladies. Right, maybe you're also, you know, you're you're also searching or whatever, and then a guy starts talking to you, and then mm-hmm. you know, dude starts talking to you, and you're already seeing like wedding bells and hearing you're hearing wedding bells. You're already seeing you walking down, seeing yourself walking down the aisle. But I think that's <laughs> another thing also where it's like, hey, what if <clears throat> what if homie is just like you know wanting to get to know you, and uh, like yeah. <laughs> So, you see what I'm saying? so it's like this constant tension that's there when when you're a Christian mm-hmm. that, hey, I do want to meet girls, right? Or I want to meet women. I think that's a better way to put it, right? <laughs> and, 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 get, <laughs> and get to know people. But at the same time, I don't want every person that I'm getting to know to be like, you know, I don't want everything to be like, okay, where, where is this going? Or where... Like everything then ends up being super serious. Like I don't want to meet your pastor after. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying. I think that's the tension. That's the the struggle that's there for a lot of Christian guys. That is like okay, snap. I actually want to talk to this person, but
0: I'm just imagining they being on a. Zoom call, my like, <laughs> pastor's, oh, hold, hold in up. pastor's <laughs> waiting in the room. Just wait, let me just let him into the conversation. You're like, <laughs> I like, hey, hey, suddenly there, too.
2: He <laughs> just dropped that. Snap. So, so, I think that makes it so. I think that makes it really hard, but at the same time, you know, one of the, one of the things we say about um, this podcast is that we want to point people to truth. So, you know, ultimately, every conversation we have, every discussion we have has that as an end goal. Um, so I would say there's something we discussed we discuss some time back. <clears throat> some time back, I, I'm not too sure which one of our episodes we spoke about this, but I, I referred to, to to three principles um, that I learned from, from Ravi. And um, it was to do with pleasure. And I think those principles apply across the board, really. Uh, and it says the first principle is that anything that distracts you from, distorts, or destroys your ultimate goal is an illegitimate pleasure. Um, so taking it to this conversation, it means that if, if you're getting into a thing with someone and you and it's, it's distracting and it's distracting you from um, that that ultimate goal. And and as a Christian, obviously, your ultimate goal is that you you, you want to build solid foundations, solid relationships, uh, based on purity and all of that. Then already, you know, you should be able to gauge to say, is this conversation that I'm having with this person leading where i I wanted to to, to lead um, or is it taking me away from from that goal then the second principle he says is anything that violates the sacred right of another person is an an illegitimate an illegitimate pleasure meaning that if if I'm talking to someone if we're having whatever interaction the moment I start asking somebody to send me pictures the moment we start sexting and you know all those things yeah because people are are, are doing it we know (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. then I think we're we're already playing on very dangerous ground you know what I'm saying and ultimately someone's someone is going to get violated there uh one party is going to get violated those pictures are going to leak uh there's all sorts of things that can happen then the third thing he says that any pleasure must be kept within balance um or it's Mm -hmm distorts reality or destroys appetite so it's the whole issue of balance to say um is there balance there am i am i overdoing it right and i think those are just very important principles that that um that serve as a guide i try to apply them to my life to my interactions of course sometimes i you know i don't do a great job at it but i just feel like if we don't have principles that guide us as christians then you know how are we different from everybody else out there you know so yeah so i I just feel like that's something that could be helpful to someone out there uh who's who's in this whole situation
1: Mm -hmm. that's really good and i also think we need to learn to be direct and honest um, I, I know for a guy, it's a bit scary if someone right off the bat is like, "Me, I'm looking for a marriage. If you don't have to get marriage, then I don't have time for you. I mean, it's, it's it's a lot for someone to just come out the gate like, I'm looking for a ring. But the reason I've heard a lot of Christian girls say that they prefer guys who are not Christian because they're so open. Like they say, I just want to smash. Or I just, yeah. I'm not after anything serious. Or they're like, make the intentions very known. No. Or If they want to get married, they'll say, yeah, I'm looking for a wife now. I've had my fun. I'm now wanting to settle down with a good yeah. Christian girl. Me, myself, I don't really mm-hmm. go to church, but I know when you're looking for a wife, that's the way you now direct yourself to. <laughs> so yeah. they appreciate knowing from the yeah. get-go what the person wants. I'm not saying every non-Christian guy is honest, obviously not, but it's just one of those distinctions and those parallels that I've seen drawn so many times, and I think it's because I don't know, Christian guys, you tell me, like, are you afraid of of saying what you want, or you also don't know what you want yet? I don't wow. know. Like, why is it's it so maybe the different? latter.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe I think it, it's, it's, it's a bit of the latter of not knowing what you want, but also Christian guys, one distinction between Christian guys and um, uh, guys in the world, or or rather with any other belief structure, I guess, is um, a lot of the time it's more serious. They are more cognizant yeah. of what marriage even means compared to that Christian guy. So a guy who is in the world can jump in and out of marriage. He doesn't mind because he also believes that he can just jump out if he doesn't like it. He's got no yeah. problem, so yeah, he can very easily commit to that, very easily. Mm-hmm. But the Christian guy has a very different perspective. He's thinking about uh, the long term side. He's thinking about God. He's thinking about grieving the spirit. He's thinking about a lot of things. And he's like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. I, I, I can't just say yes here. I can't just say no. I need to be." So, so they, they, it's kind of both. Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes they know too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh compared to the guys in the world who don't have anything to worry about, they're not worried about compatibility with you. They're not worried about your values. They're not worried about what you're going to the spirit you're going to bring into the home. They're not. They don't care. They're just like, go. I'm ready now. So, can I can it's I just chime in as
2: well before mm-hmm. before you go, T Mac? Um, I will say I actually agree. With biscuit but i will say that i think as christian guys we've also you know we, we've not done a a great job at this um mm-hmm. for, for many reasons and, and a lot of the reasons are very valid that have been raised by biscuit but i think you know we we've um i know i've been guilty as well of this um and i think many times we we don't know how to be as direct as we ought to be and you learn you know but we, yeah. we, we don't know how to be as direct as we ought to be and maybe part of it is really the training that um christian guys are getting that th- there's a lot of talk about marriage you've got to be serious about marriage you've got to be serious about this but often there's very little talk about but what what do you do you know how can you be more direct about what you want how can you be more direct about mm. so things like that and then also what does being direct actually mean because you can't exactly go to yeah. somebody and say hey listen um I just want to smash because there's no smashing <laughs> <laughs> let,
0: let, let me let me add to that oh, let me add to that in in my Entire experience as a Christian, and more so as a, on the charismatic side of things, I have yet to ever have seen or heard of any teaching to men of the of, of walking the path to marriage. You're expected to just wake up and ask the person to marry you, but you're not told from from seeing them to getting to the wedding. what, what process should I be using? How do I uh, be more open and discuss the things I need to discuss? All of that, so you have to wait until you get to premarital or something, and that's, like, way down the line. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think uh, Christian guys are often equipped to 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 navigate through this situation easily. Um, mm-hmm. they just just expected to just kind of know and just kind of... Yeah,
1: and girls, are, I feel more aware because for some reason, and our ladies' meetings, girls' meetings, purity is, like, drilled into you so much, mm-hmm. and it is a top priority for many a Christian girl. So, safeguarding it and conducting ourselves in a certain way is something that is talked about, whereas I'm not, like you're saying, I don't know if for guys it's quite the same thing. It's
0: discussed. Uh, guys, it's, it's discussed. I mean, it's said. It's, these are tenets that we're told, but... Step one, step two, step three, step four. I don't get any guidebook, nothing. It just kind of <laughs> just just find your find your <laughs> your your Esther or whatever. Just find them <laughs> and proceed. Oh, but
1: you don't. You end up with Derida.
0: Yes, what happened for Delilah. <laughs> but <boom>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what you're told, really. So wow, man. So th- these are real issues, you know and i feel like a lot of christian young men actually mm-hmm. struggle with you know with navigating this and i also don't want to make it seem as if the church has done nothing but i think yeah. it's just it's now this this tension that's there that i want to get to know girls i want to get to know women right but i don't want every woman that i get to know to be thinking that that's where it's going um, and so if I want to make right now my intentions, we need that no. guy.
1: You know that Elda oh, oh, We hey, need that, him that, on the podcast. That,
2: that bali <laughs> so, so you feel back. me? It, so it's it's those things that I feel like, you know, especially with our generation, I feel like those things need to need, need to be to be spoken about more because there's Christian dating platforms. Right. Yeah. A lot of our pastors, a lot of the pastors that are having these conversations with young people do not know what it Christian dating platform is because they did not grow up in that era, so how yeah. does a guy who's confronted with these things um navigate that and we can tell Christians "Gudi, just stay away, don't talk to them, but I want to talk to them <laughs> so so yeah. you know how do we how do we balance that? Maybe that's a separate um podcast for another day because i know, I know time is mm. is cruising, and we're gonna have to um to 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 wrap it up so maybe let's do our closing our closing remarks and then we um we, we call it the day
1: um I was listening to a podcast the other day about the gift of singleness and how it's tough out there for singles because everyone around them seems to be putting pressure on them like when are you getting married when is this happening when mm-hmm. hey, sometimes it's not even in everyone's purpose to get married in the first place but that aside um he made a comment about boundaries and he said there's no use having the boundary conversation after you've already fallen you need to have it pretty early on no matter how uncomfortable how just awkward it is it just avoids so much heartache further down the line and also you know what you're working with from the get-go So maybe for the Christian boys and girls out there, it's worth thinking about, okay, I'm not talking to this person face-to-face. I'm not going to see them on Sunday. I'm not going to meet up with them anyway. This is going to be a virtual, for lack of a better word, courtship. So what are your boundaries Mm -hmm. in that courtship? And I think for your friendship, say it pretty early on. Like I remember when I was a teenager, I did not want to talk to boys after, I think it was 9 p.m. or something. And every guy who wanted to talk to me knew that. Whether he was macking on me, whether he was my friend, he's just like, hey, Shad, this one, I even try her phone after nine. I won't answer. If I see that you called me after nine, the next day I'll text you and be like, look, I don't take calls after this time. I don't know where I got the rule from, but mm. it was something that I just did for myself because I just felt like, mm, those midnight phone calls, things uh, so happen. Go, go down. It was a precautionary thing for me. So yeah. maybe if you're going to engage in new friendships or new relationships virtually, you need to know where your lines are or what your triggers are and put up boundaries and precautions to prevent you from getting there. Even if you come across like this person who's so forward, like pretty early on, you're just saying, hey, just so you know, uh, I don't want to receive any pictures of you not wearing clothes. I'm not going to send you any not wearing clothes. I don't do A, B, C, D. I don't use pet names because you're not my girlfriend yet. Like, just, or I won't respond yeah. well if you call me a pet name. Like, you actually just have to be pretty blunt. And I think it it mm. lifts the, the you have less questions. When I mean, someone's just said it's like from the get go, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Now we can get to know each other. Now that that's out the way, let's deal with you yeah. know, getting to know who the, reason, that, that the like really is. That sounds like a very
0: intimidating conversation for it's like,
1: okay yeah it would be and it would be very it's, open, i guess it's unnecessary
0: like, that done, done. yeah wow I, I don't know maybe maybe it's because us guys maybe are not um shown that that kind of a conversation is welcomed or that that is maybe what the ladies want from the get go to just be like hey, we are we are now AGM we are talking
1: to Bring it up nicely Because like Cookie Monster was saying his, his previous example he gave It was a Christian guy talking to a Christian girl And then all of a sudden things start happening Because you yeah. assume it's a safe space Because you're talking to another Christian But that's not a given Like people's lines are in different places So yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, There's no way to escape it You have to, you do have to be quite direct At some point I'm not saying from the high. I don't allow this. You need to get to know each other a little bit. And then at some point you're like, Hey, just so you know, this is how I roll. Or if you see something I, that happened I, once, I, twice, I you. then you're like, Hey, I think I just need to lay some groundwork before we get any further with you continuing that action or continuing to request this from me. This is my set of now we're in the digital, And if they don't work for you, yeah. then I'm sorry. We can't keep talking.
0: Just just keep your, Pro- your stuff. Pro- have a have a document, your terms and conditions in PDF. Yeah, too much. The minute the it's stuck. But you know
2: But you know no one reads terms and conditions documents, right? <laughs> Ah, but they'll have been told at least just
1: yeah. saying this like get any any <laughs> <laughs>
2: any parting <laughs> shots from you.
0: Um none none that haven't already kind of been said. Um, just um all, all relationships, all forms of relationships take grafts, take hard work. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be prepared for it, whether next door or 2,000 miles away. So yeah, uh, just be prepared for the work. And I like what, um, what has been said about setting the T's and C's as soon and as early as you possibly can. And then it's easier to hold people accountable to those things. It's easier to hold yourself accountable when those yeah. things have also been vocalized and said. So the sooner the better. Um, and I guess bite the bullet of awkwardness and get that done. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what yeah. I can say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, Cookie Monster, if cool, you were cool. saying those T's and C's, would it scare you off or it would actually give you more respect for that person?
2: Uh, wow. Wow. Me personally, you personally, yes. I, I think I would. I think I would respect that. I think I would appreciate that, actually. Uh, but this is just this is because of who I am now, you know, and of, of the way that I think now and the things that <clears throat> that I value now. Um, so I guess you know, as part of my part of my parting shot as well, I've already said um, some of the stuff that I would have said. But I, I think I would just say that being a Christian is hard yeah it's difficult being a christian man being a christian woman is difficult you have to carry your cross so mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess this is part of the cross that you have to carry you can't just have casual hookups you can't just have casual even just casual online relationships online, with people that are leading yeah. that are that are leading nowhere it's it's that thing that you always have to think beyond what the next person um what what the common person would think so it's, it's, those, it's that responsibility that we have because of who we are, because of who we believe in. So um, I think that, be, that, that's what I have to say. Um, so thank you guys for listening. And T-Mac, you can do the outro.
1: Okay. <laughs> also, people don't ignore the flags. Just because you're lonely and bored, if you see any yellow flags, red flags, please don't ignore them. Um, when someone shows you who they are, you should believe them. All right. Thank you, Bizkit. Thank you, awesome. Behave yourselves. during the rest <laughs> of the talk, <podcast> and thereafter. <laughs> Guys, if you want to comment, if you want to share your thoughts on this topic, please feel free to email us. Feel free to comment on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, we want to hear your thoughts. And if you have any ideas for other topics You'd want us to discuss Please send those through as well Alrighty Peace Alrighty. Cool. Thank Peace. you guys Thank you for listening to this week's episode Of the Radiant Culture Podcast If you want to make a contribution Make a suggestion or have a request You can get in touch with us via email On radiant@thehub.co.zw, Or inbox us On Facebook and Twitter Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless.
0: It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.